Hello and welcome back to another episode of Winners One Gospel Love Edition. I am Caitlin. I am Aramis. And I'm Coach D. And today we are starting a, a new topic. Should we say yeah, topic? Yeah, we can call it yeah, a new series, new topic. Series, yeah. Uh, that we started uh, this week, uh, this past week on Coffee in the Morning Club. Yep. Which is uh, preparing the unmarried. Yeah. Part, part of our, this is part of our. Preparing the Unmarried for Marriage series. And that's our um, branch of our Gospel Love uh, brand that we are focusing strictly on the unmarried. Mm -hmm. And this was born, as you all know, out of our last promotion we were doing um, with uh, giving free consultations to couples. Mm -hmm. and, and some of the experiences and things we were listening to were like horrific. Yeah like horrific what people are dealing with you be like like you be shocked to the degree people are settling for things to the degree people are going through things suffering through things and you know they you know they they want their marriage one spouse wanted another spouse don't i mean it's just it was just bad and, I, and we came together we said we got to get ahead of we got to get in front of this thing because our wars with the divorce culture like we're at war with the divorce culture and so we got to get ahead of the divorce culture. It's one thing to get them to prepare people for it. And it's another thing to get them on after they've gone through the, the wicked destruction, evil and pain and suffering of the experiences that the divorce culture wants you to have. So we came up with um, the preparing the unmarried for marriage. The best thing you can do is prepare. Um, the scripture says this. It says our people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Right. God says, God says, my people are destroyed. Like so. So what does that mean? Think about this. It's so simple. Think about this. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. What that means is every aspect of destruction that manifests in your life comes down to a knowledge issue. Comes down, comes down to a knowledge issue. Mm -hmm. I can hear some folks saying, well, no, sometimes it comes down. No, sometimes it comes down to pride. Well, they didn't know they were prideful. Right. <laughs> Which is enough. Which is But that's the word of God. Mm -hmm. Now you're arguing with the word. He said, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. It's at some, it's some level of you not knowing that caused you to enter into this place of destruction. Right? It's, it's just that simple. So when we talk about preparation, preparation is about giving you all the things you need to know before you get into a situation. Before, in this case, before you get into marriage. Imagine... <laughs> Imagine oh my if what we know now about a faith-based marriage. Imagine if you had known that prior. Man. <laughs> <It's>, imagine. <laughs> no, go ahead. Right? right. <laughs> it, it, it puts you in a whole different state. Yeah. Imagine every single person unmarried person we know we got to get them if you have a desire to get married right you got for, because what we know now about marriage in this particular case based on the subject matter who marriage is for ah oh, you talk about you talk about you talk about easy you talk about prepare you talk about oh, yeah. able yeah there, there's very few people that say that about that that don't say that about their own life, mm -hmm. let alone mm -hmm. their own marriage. Right, exactly. Man, if I knew what I knew now back when I was in high school, I would have did this, I would have did that. Like, it's the same, it's the same essence. It's right. the same thought process. Mm -hmm. I mean, preparation for, for, for what, is go what is going to be, for those people who are unmarried, for what is going to be the most powerful entity in your life. 
the most powerful entity. And you, you noticed that too, right? What's that? We talked about it on the, on the Coffee in the Morning Club the other day. They say most folks take up anywhere from a year to 18 months to prepare for the wedding day. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about everything from working out, losing weight, building muscle. Like, like they, they take time to get in shape for that, for that five-hour window. They learn choreographed dance moves they and all kind of stuff. Yeah. They go through the choreographed moves, yeah. dance lessons, like taking time to write out books and poems to read. Like yeah. we, for that five hours. They spend somewhere between twelve thousand and twenty-five thousand, and again, this depends on your income level, because mm-hmm. um, twelve thousand might be too much for some people. Mm-hmm. But they spend—they overspend. It's the spirit of they overspend. Some people go into debt. Yeah, they go for into this debt one day. Yeah, they yeah. overspend for that one day, mm-hmm. anywhere from twelve thousand to twenty-five thousand, and they spend less than a thousand dollars in four hours in preparing to live married. How sad is that? And we wonder why we have 62% divorce rate. Because mm. you're more willing to put time and money into a five-hour day mm-hmm. that when it's all said and done, it's going to be like, man, we could have did this. We could have went down to the courthouse. Right. Right? Instead of preparing yourself as a man, as a woman, as a husband and a wife to meet the demands of marriage so that you can enjoy life after that day. Right. right, not just enjoy that day. Right. But that's what most, I mean, from a woman's perspective, I mean, I know that y'all look forward to that day. We do, yeah, for sure. But, again, knowing what I know now, would I invest that time and that money in preparing for marriage over the day? 100%. Right, yeah. right. 100%. But that's what we need to get to our unmarried folk. Right. Mm-hmm. But the divorce culture ain't going to do that. Divorce culture wants you to spend all your time and your money focusing on that day you got to get this right. You got to look. You only do this. You only do it. Well, they, I don't know if they still say that they used to say it. You only <laughs> you do only this once. once. You only get married once. Right. And they get you to put all that money and all that time and all that energy into that five hours. But they never push you, motivate you, instruct you, encourage you, scare you, fear you into spending that same amount of time or more into preparing yourself for marriage. I don't think there's been more, a, a, a more clear time in, in the age of man that is exposing those people who who choose to reject knowledge and those people who choose to pursue knowledge mm-hmm. right you think about what's available to us right now we got the world at our fingertips it's right there anything that we want to know google queen the google, <laughs> queen. <laughs> the google queen you know so you you look at you look at you know you, and you got it up there you know got got tailored marriage to fit perfectly it's it's something that that is designed for a specific purpose for our lives, mm-hmm. but if people aren't choosing to understand both the purpose of marriage and the purpose for their role in the marriage, which goes into you know what we're teaching as far as the preparation for marriage, that information is 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 lost in the fluff of what people are talking about nowadays of, you know, you want it to be a memorable day. You want to, you, you want to do the poems, you want to do the dance moves because that's something that'll live, live on within you forever. And your friends will have a great time. It'll be such a memorable one. You can watch the video 10 years from now. Not if you divorce. Exactly. She's going to be burning that thing up. That's right. So I like what you said though. I want to go back to that. And another thing I'll add to that before that is to it, to a degree, what you were saying is right, 
in this sense, but to a degree it's not in this sense, I should say, because most folks ain't giving people what they need from a faith-based perspective. You're right. That's the one thing that I think we lack. That's why I believe what the Lord has given us is so crucial. Marriage is a faith-based adventure. Mm -hmm. Everything God designed, you must do it by faith. What we think is by faith is actually by doubt and by fear. It's because it's, it's derived from the divorce culture. Can't be nothing but fear-based. Mm. Can't be nothing but death-based, right? Unrenewed mind-based. What has to happen is we have to have a faith, we have to take a faith-based approach. But in order for you to take a faith-based approach to marriage, you have to understand what the operation of faith is in the kingdom of God. Jesus distinguished the difference between the world's kind of faith and God's kind of faith. He says, have the faith of God in the Mark 11, in the parable of the fig tree. He says, have the faith of God, mm -hmm. right? He says, he says, believe on me as the scriptures hath said. Because some folks, some folks think they're believing, but they're really not. They're really well, just mental assenting. We, we are God, though. How can yeah. we have the faith of God? Well, because, because the religion folk done told you mm -hmm. that you couldn't do that, and now you think that. And now you limit yourself, right? What we have to get to, though, is get them to see and approach marriage from a faith-based perspective. When you do it from that perspective, it's easy and it's light. Mm -hmm. But when you do it from a doubt-based perspective, now you're going to struggle because you're doing things that's divorce, divorce culture-based, unrenewed mind-based, which then leaves you in a situation to where now you have to figure out on your own how to make things work. Right. Because what has happened? You said, you, you alluded to something that's very important when you said for people to reject knowledge, mm -hmm. this is no clear time. Well, in that scripture that I quoted, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, Hosea gives you the reason why they lack knowledge. Because they rejected it. Because they rejected it. Mm -hmm. People could be listening to us right now, hearing what we're saying, talking about faith-based marriage. Ah, they don't know. Ah, oh, they don't take all that. Oh, okay, you've just rejected knowledge. Right. You hear us talk about coffee in the morning club, and it's it's, it's the best faith based community that that you can connect yourself with. You hear us talking about get our devotional book, what love is. You hear us talking about this, and you don't get it. You just rejected knowledge. Mm -hmm. Now you ain't gonna be able to stand before God and say, "Well, God, I didn't know." Yes, remember when you was watching that podcast? Or you was watching that blurb and 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 Damaris and Caitlin and Aramis was that I, 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 that didn't happen by chance, right? You, you switched off of that. You didn't come across by chance. You kept on scrolling. Mm -hmm. But you, you know, froze on the part that said talking about love is not enough. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you stopped on that. <laughs> you froze on that. When you when you heard me talking about love is easy, you didn't listen to that. You ain't gonna be. Nobody will be able to stand before God and say, "Well, God, I didn't know." No, no, no. He gonna say you you could have known. You could have known. But you rejected the knowledge. You didn't stop scrolling. You didn't stop to listen. Mm -hmm. You didn't call him. You didn't DM him. You didn't do this. One. You didn't join his. You didn't join the heroic husband. You didn't. You didn't. A lot of things. Yeah. Right. Knowledge. It comes down to what we know. We're preparing the unmarried for marriage. By letting them know that marriage was made for lovers. We're answering that age old question. Is marriage for me. Hey, what's up, fam? Today's Winners One podcast is brought to you by our Coffee in the Morning Club. Listen, they say right now the divorce rate is anywhere between 58 and 62% depending on the community or the culture you grew up in. But they say that rate is drastically reduced if you are a couple who finds a community of like-minded couples. We have a Coffee in the Morning Club marriage enrichment community of couples who are driven to have a faith 
based marriage. This is a marriage that's based upon the principles that God ordained for marriage to be about. If you want your marriage to be drastically reduced from running into chaos, confusion, and trouble, you need to join this community. It's our Coffee in the Morning Club community that will enrich you and empower you and strengthen you to win and make marriage easy. So, who is marriage made for? Well, that's a great question. When we talk about who, who marriage is made for, um, I want to reference this first, mm-hmm. right? Marriage is not for everybody. Let me say it like that. Mm. It's for a very specific, but it's not for a very specific group of people, mm. right? There's only one reason, no, two. The Bible that I can recall, the Bible would infer that marriage isn't for these people. Okay. That, that are those who are eunuchs by birth, by nature, and those who choose to be eunuchs that they may dedicate themselves to the kingdom of God, to the work of God. Outside of that, I don't hear or see or can recall anything else that... Like like nuns? Well, they would fall under the category of choosing to be eunuchs. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? They, they right. Cho- or, or they may feel like they were born to be eunuchs. Right. I, I don't know. Right. Either way, though, that would be the class of people mm. who marriage wouldn't be for. In that sense right. of, of answering that question. So the modern term asexual would fit under that? That modern term asexual as I understand it. <laughs> I just looked up <laughs> the I don't, yeah, I don't know started. what puts you. I know that's yeah. one of the Kardashians that made that part. Yeah, I don't know yeah, yeah. how. I don't know enough about it to say yes to it. Yeah. But it sounds like it will fall under the category of, of, of being a eunuch by birth or by choice. However you look at it, Paul says it's a gift. That like yes. that's a gift. Like like that's a gift. Mm-hmm. Like you ain't gonna you ain't gonna be no eunuch <laughs> in your own willpower. You got to have something. Mm-hmm. You got to have something divine. Yes, yeah. that's, that's shutting that thing off. Mm-hmm. Like you got something divine shutting that thing down. You that need a strong. gift to shut that thing. Down. Man, you got to be gifted oh to stop God. that thing from moving. Right? <laughs> to, not to have sex. Not to want to get that thing. In. Man, you got to have some strength. That you said be, before we started to stop burning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The Bible says it's better to marry than to burn, right? What it's talking about is the is the fiery, passionate nature of humanity to have to enter into that sexual union. Like that thing, for men, that's at a whole nother level. Like that's at a whole nother level, right? For women as well, but I believe one of the reasons men struggle with it because of because of what happened in the fall, right? Adam gave himself over to that aspect of his relationship with the woman more than he did the spirituality of it. And I shouldn't say it like that because both of those are spiritual, but more than he gave the, 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 the foundational of their spirituality is believing the same things, right? But, and because of that, because man gave himself over to that, I believe that's, that's man's, that's his stumbling block, so to speak. So, but the passionate, the passion that, 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 that's into that, the Bible calls it's better than a burn inside to want to do it and, and get all off into some perverted, perverted things of it, mm-hmm. right? Just get married. Just go ahead and get married. Man. Just go ahead and get married. <laughs> right? The point is that that unique class of people is, is, what, is the only way I can recall that the Bible says is not for. But for everybody else would fall under this category. That marriage is made for lovers. Mm. Right? You talked about rejecting knowledge. Well, reject, the rejection of knowledge leads to lacking knowledge. Mm. Lacking knowledge leads to destruction in your marriage. When you reject knowledge that it pertains to a faith-based marriage, 
you would then lack knowledge as it pertains to a faith-based marriage, which would then lead to the destruction of your marriage mm. or the settling or the all kind of weird scenarios and horrific experiences we've heard about over mm. those four weeks, last four weeks doing these calls, right? It'll lead to those things when all you have to do is here. It's here. Yep. Our Coffee in the Morning Club community is set up around the revelation of hearing. If you just hear on a consistent basis of the joys of marriage, the pleasures of marriage, the intimacies of marriage, the power of marriage, and the purpose of marriage from a faith-based perspective, it'll transform you. It'll it's change easy. you. It's easy. You, that's it'll, all, be, it'll, it'll change you. It'll all you have easy. to do is hear. All you got to do is hear. Because hearing is a law. Mm -hmm. we, we know this. I just need you to hear me. Just, just hang out with me for a little bit. And just hear what I'm saying. Yeah. You ain't quite got to understand. Just hearing it. <laughs> just hearing it. Right. It's hearing it. Faith is the product of hearing. Not you trying to believe. Mm -hmm. Not you trying. I'm trying to be this husband. No. If you try. If you try. If you try. <laughs> You in trouble. Right. If you trying, you in trouble. Mm -hmm. Right. It took so, me a minute to learn that one. Right. If you trying, you in trouble. <laughs> we get it all the time. Yeah. yeah. Man, I'm just trying. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Oh, when they say that, I know. I know. I know it's problem down the road. I know it's just a matter of moments now. Yeah. It's gonna be problem down the road. Yeah. But when you just hear, when you just give yourself to hearing, faith. Then give you give birth to faith. You get birth, once you give birth to faith, faith, the operation of faith and the, and the impact of faith, it impacts the way you think, it impacts the way you speak, and it impacts what you do. When you give birth to God kind of faith, the God kind of faith can only come through hearing what a God kind of marriage looks like. We do that. You're prepared now. Marriage is made for lovers. The age old question is who is marriage for? Marriage is made for lovers. Now, now, you got to ask the question, who are lovers? Or how do you know you're a lover? How do you know you're a lover? Yeah. Well, that's simple. Were you created in the image and likeness of God? That's right. Mm. If you were created in the image and likeness of God, then guess what? You are a lover. Mm. Now, you might not identify with that. That's the issue. Yeah. Is identifying with it. Because mm -hmm. I know I didn't identify with being a lover growing up. Mm. I actually identified as being the opposite. I had my heart broken. Mm. Ah, that ain't happening no more. Right. I never loved that. I, never, that, I thought I was in love anyway. <laughs> I, I never, oh, that ain't, oh, no. She left, she, she left me, oh, no. She made, had me catch the bus in the rain? No, <laughs> that ain't happening no more. Wait, 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 wait. I want to go into that. <laughs> wait, you, said, you said you thought you were in love. Yeah, I thought I was in love. Based on what you know now, how do you know you weren't in love back then? Oh, because was, I was four, 15 years old. I was for might be fourteen. You gotta give me more than that. But no, I was fourteen years old, and I didn't even know what I, I still was really getting love to a feeling. There you go. Right, I was still really getting love to a feeling. That's there what most go. people do. They yeah. really get love to what they feel on the inside because, you know, what was going on in our relationship was going on like, yeah. Yeah. like that was the first time it was going on like that in my life. And so I'm thinking, oh man, this I'm I'm, I'm thinking the sexuality of the relationship meant I was in love and wanting to marry somebody for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. And, and until, I, until I went to the house, and she was older than I was, right? You know, I was young, I, was, I wasn't dry, I was maybe four, 15 tops. And, but she was, I was like a sophomore, she was a senior. And, 
And when it's time to go to prom, I, I, wouldn't, I couldn't take it to the prom. I couldn't drive. Next thing I know, somebody, she's pulling off in the driveway. Somebody left me standing at the door. I said, oh, man, what, did, did, what just happened? I think this, I, man, I had to catch the bus to the, to the I used to go over a house and wait till my daddy got off work to catch mm. the bus. Man, I had to catch the bus in the rain. I was at the bus stop. It was hurting. I felt like a, something. Oh, man, I'd never love again. Mm. So I lived like that all the way up until I got saved. Then when I got saved, the love of God was shed abroad in my heart. I re, I re, um, I re, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Identified with being a lover. Mm. Oh, oh my gosh. It changed everything. Mm-hmm. It changed the way I saw people. It changed the way I saw women. It changed the way I talked to women. It changed the way I talked to men. It changed everything. Mm. I'm a lover. Right. Life is different now. I can love. I was free. I was free. See, you're not truly free in life until you're free to love. That, like life is about loving. I was free. Right? That's who li- life is for lovers, let alone marriage. <laughs> yeah. Life is for lovers. Life is love's playground. Life was created by love. Life was created by love. What else can it be? Yeah. So we get, we get into this, this, this place where we now identify as lovers. Now you're ready to be married. Now you're ready to be married. Now you're ready. Why? Because marriage was made for lovers. I didn't say lovers was made for marriage. It's a difference. Mm. Right? It's the mm. difference. It's the difference when, 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 when the religious folks observe the Sabbath. And they'll cause man to suffer in life to observe the Sabbath. Jesus said, wait, 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 wait. You don't want me to heal the folk? The field folk been sick all their life. I can't heal them on the Sabbath day. He said, listen. Man wasn't made for the Sabbath. Sabbath was made for man. The idea of Sabbath is rest. Mm -hmm. The idea of rest is to cease from hard work and labor. The idea of rest is for life to be easy and light. Mm -hmm. That's the Sabbath. He says man wasn't made to serve the Sabbath. Marriage wasn't, man wasn't made to serve marriage. Marriage was made to serve man. Mm -hmm. Marriage was made to bring man pleasure. We say we say this. We said God tailored marriage to fit perfectly with the divine identity and to serve man in conjunction with his royal nature. Oh, my God. You know, the, wow. the depth of that. Yeah. Marriage was designed for 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 Caitlin and Aramis to come together and serve each other as kings and queens would serve each other. Mm-hmm. You serve her as a queen. She enjoys the pleasures and the intimacies and the power and the, and the vibrancy and the life and the empowerment of being treated like a queen. You then reciprocate that, multiply that, and you serve Aramis and he enjoys the intimacies and the pleasures and the power and the life and the vibrancy of being treated like a king. You want to talk about that's marriage. That's marriage being made to serve man, not man being made. We, we got this. We got our minds that have to be renewed. Yep. It have to be renewed. It's so backwards. Right? It is so backwards. Mm-hmm. Our minds have to be renewed. And what God made man then created the mechanism of marriage. When he looked at man being created in his image and his likeness. And he realized the ultimate goal is oneness. He says, I got to put together a mechanism, a structure that I can ha- have them operate in that will bring them to this place of oneness. And he came up with marriage. He didn't make marriage and say, I got to put, I got to design a man to fit him inside of this box of marriage. No. Mm-hmm. 
It's diff that's different. He made marriage to fit man's divine identity as a lover. So everything that's, that marriage demands of us, we've already, we've already been pre-approved to fulfill. <laughs> I like that credit term, pre-approved. We've already been pre-approved <laughs> to, to fulfill. <laughs> if, if you identify as a lover, if you understand the comprehensive nature of love, mm -hmm. that's why we wrote the book. Right. If you don't get the book, you reject, you reject knowledge. You can't go crying to God. Right. But that's what it comes down to. Marriage is made for lovers. Mm. But you first, you first, you first got to understand lovers aren't made for marriage. Marriage is made to serve man. The mechanism of marriage. God knew. Listen, for Aramis and Caitlin to come together and build the life that I've called them to build. Leave the legacy that I've called them to impact generations to come. Create this culture of love to what, to what the, the, the outer forces of darkness and evil and, 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 and fear and doubt and unbelief and divorce can't penetrate. They're going to need to be one. They're going to need to be one. They're going to need to be on the same page. They're going to need to believe the same. They're going to need to think the same. They're going to need to desire the same. They're going to need to feel the same. That's going to happen through marriage. Mm. A blood covenant commitment. A death do us part commitment. All that I have, all that I am belongs to you. And all that you have and all that you are belong to me. That's what the unmarried folk need to hear. You want to get married? You need to be prepared. Mm. That's right. That's what they need to hear. Yeah. They ain't hearing that. They not hearing that. They hearing, pick who God, pick whoever you want, and good luck. Whoever you're most compatible with. Pick whoever you're most mm. compatible <laughs> How can you keep, how am I going to be compatible with somebody that's always, that's always changing? We're becoming who we are. You get, no, you got folks that get, that get a, followers, people, millions of people following them based off of teaching them how to be compatible. They stealing from the people. Yeah. They stealing from them. Cause I don't care what you how can you be how can you at that moment say we compatible? Well she's gonna be changed in two months. Mm. She growing, she becoming. I don't care what this foundational core stuff to miscellaneous stuff. She's ever evolving, he's ever becoming. Love makes you compatible. Love makes you compatible. Not whether or not she liked Michael Jackson and I like <laughs> Prince. Or she liked slow music, I like up-tempo music. Right. Or she liked fish and I like chicken. Man, that's, child, that's childish stuff. I can't right. listen to a lot of this stuff, man. Right. I try to listen to them. Folks be wanting me to get on Clubhouse, I can't listen to that stuff, man. It's childish. It's childish conversation. Yeah. It's childish. Right. It's childish. Is it childish? It's childish. <laughs> And it, and it upsets me because you got people following these folks and they call themselves pastors. Right. It's right. childish. Mm. It's childish. Right. Well, we're wrapping it up here. <sighs> we got yeah, a we few got. more. I mean, you, you <laughs> dropped some heavy stuff. Yeah. It's, 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 it's upsetting because, really because they think they're they helping people. 
Right. Well, if you ain't compatible <laughs> with them. <sighs> you got you to be careful who you choose. You ain't got no business choosing your wife. What is compat- compatibility anyway other than uh, 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 a man-made construct that helps them define something that doesn't need defining? You just said what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> that's what it I mean, is. I mean, you, like, 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 that's not how you... They take the scripture, he that findeth the wife, findeth the good thing. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they take that to mean, well, you need to go find your wife. That ain't that. How did, how did, how, okay, if you ever want to understand marriage, you got to go back to the beginning. Yep. How did Adam find his wife? He brought him to her. Adam didn't go looking for her. Adam didn't go see we compatible. No. She's built into your future. Mm-hmm. Your wife is built into your purpose. She's built and in it. I think that's the key, too, because Adam was already operating in his, in purpose. his purpose. Right, right, right. That's, how you, that's where you find your wife. If you don't find your wife on the, path to, in, on the pathway of purpose, you got the wrong one. Right? And when you find her, when, when, she comes, when she comes before you, you have to seize her. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's bone. That's mine. Right. Wow. It ain't no, uh, let's go on a date and see how, how let's just date for six months and see how compatible we are. <laughs> And then your favorite we, color. Yeah, then we, yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how do you like your, what's your favorite, you know, yeah. ice cream? Right. Oh, get that stuff out of here. Yeah. And, and then we say, and then we say, and then we say, and then we say, well, man, we got married and I found out we weren't compatible. Like, of course, because she's changing. He's, he's becoming. It, do, do you think that this is where arranged marriages got it right? Because that, that that that's a lot of how it was back in in the Bible times. Yeah, the only problem the only problem you face with with arranged marriages in this time is whether or not a person identifies. Only only way an arranged marriage works is if people are properly identifying as lovers. We got an actual alarm on yeah, our clock this that. time. Folk is really trying to make sure we can go over. <laughs> right. <laughs> the only way the arranged marriage structure works is with folks who identify as lovers. Mm. Right. Folks who grew up in a household. Where they saw the culture of love. Yeah. Now that works. Yeah. Now that works, but but now it, it wouldn't That's work been torn today. Apart now. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, wouldn't yeah, work yeah. today because of the culture, the divorce culture. I don't care who I sit you with, you gonna divorce them after a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. of what, uh, the ideologies that are implanted in our minds through the divorce culture. Well, if she ain't compatible, if he don't do this, if she don't talk like this, if they don't do this, if they don't, if y'all don't get along in this way, if y'all don't agree in this, oneness. Mm-hmm. There's only one path to oneness: the Word of God. Yeah. That's only one path to oneness. But they take that scripture. If you don't, you go find your wife. No, that ain't what the scripture's saying. You don't find a wife like that. Right? Where did, where did, where did uh, Boaz find his wife? At his feet. Mm-hmm. Well, he saw her in the field working. No, he didn't. He, he, he was aware of her. He was aware of her in the field working. Right. He found her at his feet, though. That's an expression of her being submitted to Christ. So there's some things, not to give away all of our stuff, there's some things that we, we have that'll, that'll let a husband know when he's found a wife, not a woman, but a wife, right? Our preparing the unmarried for marriage, academy, brand, branch, is revolutionary. And it's going to impact the divorce rate in our country mm-hmm. like nothing else. Did I cover enough? Did we get through everything? I think you covered, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. You, you Let went me tell through a few. His joke is easy. Yeah. His joke is easy. We, why we believe marriage is easy? We got to get this in. Right. The reason we believe marriage is easy, because Jesus said it was. 
Matthew 22, I think it's 11, verse 27 through 28. He says, first he says, first he says all power has been given unto me. Everything's been given unto me. Then he says, come unto me. All ye who, who are heavy laden and burdened, I'll give you rest. Mm. What did he say? Here's how it's going to come. Mm. Learn of me. Mm -hmm. He says, learn of me. You got to learn from me. Learn from me because my yoke is easy and my burden. The way you make the yoke of marriage easy is to learn what a faith-based marriage is. If you reject learning, if you reject that knowledge, marriage is going to be hard. Yeah. Because you won't identify as a lover and because marriage was made for lovers, you won't relate. Right. You're going to think, oh, that's too much. Oh, that's too hard. I, why I can't think the way I want to think? Why I can't be the way I want to be? Why I can't do the things I want to do? Why I can't go hang out with the boys? Why I can't, why I can't, why I can't? Because you're a lover. Right. Because you, you're a lover. <laughs> it's <laughs> lovers, that simple. Lovers don't do that. Yep. Lo lovers love. Yep. Lovers set their love. Once they set their love, watch out. Watch out. Once I set my love on you, oh. No competition. No competition. It's over with. Nothing like it. It's over with. No competition. I ain't permit no rivals. Mm -hmm. Ain't nobody gonna be able to come close to loving you like this. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody gonna be able to come close to giving you the pleasures that I'm gonna give you. My only competition right now is sleep. <laughs> that is my only competition right now. Let's sleep. get out of here. Let's get out of here. I can go all night. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. If you have not already, coffeeinthemorningclub.com. This is where we have our more. I mean, if you thought we got detail, we got in depth with this, like you need to be on our calls. Just yeah, listening. Like we said, just listening. Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. Uh, so join us, coffeeinthemorningclub.com. They need to get the book. Sign up. They need to get the book. And yeah, we'll put the link to the book as well, What yeah. Love Is. Don't reject this knowledge. You need it. We all need it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you so much for joining us. We will see you in next week. Bye.